you always hurt the one you love. This week on the podcast, Dia Reeves' Slice of Cherry. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. And I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Dia Reeves' Reeves's 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 slice of cherry. Uh, this book is cuckoo bananas. This book is <laughs> fucking crazy. Okay, this I was book. like, oh, that's what this book is. Okay, <laughs> this book is like <laughs> it is a bullet train with no yes. stops. No, and you are expected none. to just board by like yes. holding on to two like shepherd hooks. Uh huh. And just yeah, jumping just off the side, and yet yeah, just oh, next no. car. And, and next guy. <laughs> I and for I was like, "What the fuck is this town? What's yeah. happening?" And then I realized when I ended the book, my Kindle was like, "Oh, you should also check out this other book by Dia Reeves." And and it's also about a it's about a girl who runs away and she ends up in Portero. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, is this like a series?" And then I look, mm-hmm. and that book was written first. And I really would like to now read that one because I wonder if it sets up Portero a little more. Because yeah. I was like, I don't know what this monster town is. What's yeah. up with this monster town? I I agree. Like, so there's a lot happening in this book. And now I, the thing that I liked about this book mm-hmm. is that it doesn't do it doesn't it understands that its readers are smart. Yes. And it's like, don't worry, like, you don't need me to explain like every little thing. The thing that on the other side of the coin, though, the thing I would have appreciated was like some rules about yeah what this town is. Just a little bit about its place yeah. in the area and the people. And like this world, like, is yeah, this supposed to be world our world? And this is, is created a secret place? I assume if... They have the show Two and a Half Men. Yeah. So then, yeah, that's what I was. So when those things came up, I was like, oh, well, at I first. Like, oh, this is for sure a modern book in our world. So at first I was like, when is this set? Because I'm confused. Yeah. And then I was like, also, I was like, where is this set? Is this a magical place? Because at first I didn't know until they mentioned Cacklers and yeah. then described them. And I was like, huh? oh, so everyone knows what those are. Yeah. So I guess this is a magical place. And then they started mentioning all this stuff that exists in our world. So then I was like, okay, is this magical realism? Like, what is it? But then yeah, they I said guess that- magical realism would be a good way to put it. So there's a lot happening in this book that I wish we just had some kind of framework for. And maybe yeah. that's provided in the other book. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want her to hold my hand, but there's certainly more she could have done. Yeah. Without it being that. Yeah. Like, we could have just... I mean, just and another thing that I was a little bit confused about was they keep saying in the book, like, we all know magic isn't real. And yet, like, it's like, "Mm, but it is. It is very aggressively real. And everyone seems to believe that it is real. Yeah. But they say it isn't. So then I'm like, like, it's like in their town, they do have these rules that I guess are so every day for Mm -hmm. them that they don't view it as magic. Yeah. Maybe magic like is something else. I'm trying else. to think of something comparable where if you came, if you just suddenly came into our universe, 
what would you look at and think it's magic? And I'm going to say spores. Sport. I'm going to say spores. <laughs> Throwing it back. You know what? I would agree with you. I would agree that's, with you. That's a shout out to our to last week's mini-sode. Mm-hmm. But the idea that um, there are these spores that, like, quote-unquote, know to infect an ant's brain and force the ant to climb to the top of the tallest tree and then throw out more mm-hmm. spores and get eaten by a bird so that that bird poops spores back on the forest floor so that the cycle can begin again yeah that sounds fucking crazy well, and also like i feel like it's the same as, as as if we were to be like um well you know spores can't think we all know spores can't think and then if you see just that you'd be like well yeah they do yeah they're doing when, something like uh, when if like science can't explain it and it's like no they're like evolved to do that it's like okay but they're possessing but they're, that ant yeah and it's like well mm, not possessing yeah per se but yeah so it's I think it's similar kinda, that it would be something like that so our our main character is fancy she's mm-hmm. our point of view character yeah and she has a twin sister named Kit not twin they're not twins I don't think so <sighs> well maybe Here's the thing. At the beginning of the book, All I thought I know they were she twins. Said she was older. Yeah. But maybe she's, maybe it was like older by a second, the like mm-hmm. twin older. I have no she idea. She might be right. But you know what? I feel like, but then there was a line that Kit says that I think maybe you're right. Because Kit said, I've been old enough to go to Cherry Glade for two years. Oh, and you didn't is. make me go. There so then is. I was like, are they not twins? Yeah. I think she's like, she's like two years I would years make older. her like what, 17? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, we do see her her age from the from the tombstone um, in the happy place. Listen, guys, there's a lot to explain here. Yeah. So they live in Portrero. Oh, is Portrero? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. is it? I left my Kindle at home. Um, Port oh Portero. You're right. Ha <laughs> ha. So Portero for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So maybe for three times. <laughs> For Who once, knows? for twice, for three times, correct. <laughs> a lady. <laughs> um, so they live in this town of Portero. And in Texas. In Texas. And Portero is this place that is like a little bit, me- like the residents of Portero have to deal with like monsters and creatures. Mm-hmm. And they all wear black because of it, like kind of so that they don't attract attention. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're like... That episode of Buffy. Yep, in the where, wish first. Yeah. <laughs> where you don't wear bright clothes. You don't wear bright clothes because Buffy was never there to save everyone. Yep. <laughs> um, and and then there are outsiders who don't have to deal with that. But it's never set up what the borders are or why that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the weird town they live in. Yeah. And, it, and, and, and it's one of those things where they're like, everybody knows Portero means door. And like, all, like there's... Um, like, they know that there are doors leading to other places that they can't really explain. And that not everybody has access to. Yeah. And, like, some people can do and things. some people have gifts. Yeah. And there's this thing I couldn't figure out. Because in a way that I like, she doesn't say anybody's race. No. And so it. T- I was like, oh, is this town entirely black? There were some white then, people. No. Yeah. <laughs> because all of a sudden she'd be describing somebody with like freckles and red hair. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or she'd be or like, like pale um, skin. yeah, their skin would be like so, so pale. Yeah. Um, um, so Kit and Fancy, not twins, are not sisters, twins. Um, daughters of Mata. Mm-hmm. Lynn. Her real name is yeah. Lynn, I think. Miss Lynn. And the Bonesaw Killer, who is a serial killer, who is currently on- three. 
on death row and not on page really. yeah so their dad was taken away yeah but they also have a murderous bloodlust mm-hmm. extremely which is made apparent very quickly and you never question it that is just who they are yeah and they have to deal with it they kidnap a white dude who is there to take um a souvenir home from the bone saw killer's house mm-hmm. And they caught him and then stabbed him mm-hmm. and then kept him in their cellar for a while. And Kit cut on him a bunch. Yeah. And then he fell in love with her. Yeah. He gets like straight up munch out or not munch out. Um, Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Like hard. Like real hard. And he never lets go of it. No. Um, and at first you think that Fancy is the empathetic one. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want kit to kill who they end up calling franken because mm-hmm. in frankenstein because he because gets fucked up they, yeah he goes real fucked up because every time they cut him they suture him up so that he doesn't die so mm-hmm. they can keep cutting him yeah and fancy is able to see into like she's able to create doorways to other places or imagined places by looking into reflective surfaces Yes. And because it's like she's past her 15th birthday, they all get to go to this um, like ceremony to make wishes or to ask Cherry, what is it? Cherry Dumont? Yeah. Um, for wishes and fancy wishes for a, like a way for her to kit, her and kit to kill people and get away with it. Yeah. And the solution is that Fancy can create a doorway to what she calls her happy place, which is like this imagined playground of hers. Mm -hmm. And then they decide to make a business of killing mean people for profit. And whenever they want to kill one of those mean people, they take it to the happy place. Yeah. So that's sort of like the very bare bones structure of the book. And it does seem like we're going to get into a beat by beat recap of the plot to Mm -hmm. discuss it because there's a lot yeah um so just a warning to people if you are wanting because this isn't quite the same as the other books where it's like who gives a shit whether you read that rl stein book yeah (laughs) i feel like feel free to listen i would say you might want to read read this this one first or decide that you truly do not care and you're cool with us spoiling it because yeah there's there's some like plot twists too yeah and it's yeah it and oh just like i guess a warning there is like violence against animals in this book if you if you like there's definitely descriptions of like in the past yeah yeah because they used used to like torture animals they used to dissect dissect animals there's some um parental molestation yeah so this book has a, a lot of shit ton of murder there's and gore. There's a lot of murder and gore. It's, this is some VC Andrews shit. Yeah. Dude, it's yeah. nuts. This book I didn't leave feeling traumatized though. No, I didn't feel traumatized either. Um and I liked this book. Like I, I the it is not slow. It is no. it is a it, it is constantly moving. Um and I was like always curious to know what happened next. Mm-hmm. I barring the fact that our two main characters are murderous. Mm-hmm. I did like them. Yeah. Um, and I, everyone's sympathetic. Yeah. Everyone is a sympathetic character. And like, I felt for both of them because like at times they are at odds, these two sisters. Mm-hmm. And for both of them, I was like, I get it. I get why you feel this way. And our main character, Fancy, is incredibly frustrating at times, but mm-hmm. in a very realistic way where it's in a very like teenage way. Yes. 
And I mean, she's in Arrested Development completely. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, like in a lot of ways, she's like very childish. And um, I just thought the characters were really interesting. This was a really interesting world. I was like, yes. this is cool. Like they live in this world where these like monsters exist and there seems to be some lore underlying these monsters. We don't get to see it really, but I do wonder if it would be in violet, something violet. Yeah, something violet, bleeding violets or something like that. Um, yeah, it was to build on just the like skeleton of a plot we've outlined. They also get involved with these two brothers who they're everybody believes that their dad killed that he was one of the victims of he was the last Kit and fancies, yeah, uh, murder spree, um, and their names are uh, Gabriel and Ilan. Yes, and um, I actually, and also like the twists in this book, I was satisfied by the twists. I wasn't like, oh, okay, that was. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole time, so Fancy basically wants to preserve the life that she and Kit and her mother yeah. have and just keep it in amber forever. Like yep. that's what she wants. She wants just them to be able to do whatever they want and not have anybody like them to be able to continue doing whatever they want and not have anyone discover it because she attributes like, well, my dad got caught and he ha- he got taken away. And everybody in town hates them now because their dad was a serial killer. Yeah. And she and Kit view themselves as being the same person and they don't want to be separated. Yeah. And Kit is the one who's more resistant to that at first. Kit's the mm-hmm. one who's a little more barbaric. Kit's mm-hmm. the one who... She's the one who likes to cut on really, people more. Yeah, doesn't want to be separated from Fancy at all. Whereas Fancy's like, oh, I guess we just got to do it because mm-hmm. Mata says so. Oh, God. And then Mata. But then there's such a hard turn. Yeah. I think. That would be one criticism of mine. I I think, yeah. Because at the beginning, I was like, oh, uh, Kit is the one who wants to murder all the time. And uh-huh. Fancy just wants to, like, she, keep like, the home safe. Yeah. And she has it in her to kill. But, like, she's fighting against the urge. Yeah. But then it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Fancy's crazy. Yeah, and Fancy's Kit, crazy. Kit is the one who has murderous instincts that she doesn't really want to act on. Yeah. Well, it's interesting like that. So and and I think that the twist now that I'm looking back on it, like the change in their dynamic does make sense in that Kit was trying to fill this like space that's in her heart. Mm-hmm. And so she's doing it through killing. And Fancy always wanted to control everything. Like she was like, no, like I can't start killing because I know I'll like it and then I might get caught. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want Kit to kill because she didn't want Kit to get caught. Um, and at first I thought it was because she did, didn't want to feel good because she knew it was wrong. But it's not, that's never really said. It's just like, I don't want to feel, I don't want it to feel good. And I was like, hmm, I wonder why. But then they switch and... I'm fine with them switching. I think that's interesting. It just didn't seem to be laid out in a very, like, so word I'm looking for, like, satisfying mm-hmm. way to read. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't, like, a slow turn exactly. It was just all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Fancy's super pissed that Kit doesn't want to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. And immediately, their roles seem to be switched. Yeah. There were there wasn't a ton of um like groundwork laid out for that switch. Yeah. And because Kit like as the switch is happening, Kit is spending more and more time away. So we don't even because we don't see in Kit's eyes, we don't know what's happening to make her switch. Although yeah. I can guess it's probably Gabriel. And I don't yeah, it's definitely Gabe, but I don't really need to see it on both 
sides. I just need maybe to, I don't know, maybe I just, it wasn't seeming this way to me, but did you feel like it was enough of watching Fancy like kind of slowly go insane as Kit pulls away more and more? Because it was like, it was certainly there in the plot mm-hmm. but her anger starts immediately yeah, no, and it never lets up no so I it's not like her struggling with how much kit is pulling away and then snapping it is just snap i'm angry at you and i'm angry forever yeah which is a childish thing to do but it just it it's it sort of i just don't think it nailed it yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I think I would have personally, and maybe this is just a personal taste thing. I don't know. But I think I would have enjoyed it more if we had seen Fancy kind of be like, huh, okay, well, she doesn't want to hang out. That's weird. And then transition to like, fuck that. No one can have you but me. But instead, it's instantly like, why? You want to go with him? I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill him so that he can't be with you. That type of thing. Like, yeah, it's it was instant. Yeah, it was so fast. so intense. And and then I'm trying to figure out how I feel about her and Elon coming together. Elon? Uh, Elon. Elon. Um, I mean, first of all, I was disgusted by the way he was objectifying her. Yeah, I was really disgusted it by that. It wasn't like in... It didn't even seem to be in like an attraction way, but it it was like, it was like oh, little girl, as soon as you're ripe... Yeah. I'm going to pick you. I mean, he even says that. It's gross. Yeah, he grossed it's me out creepy. a lot. Yeah. No, he and grossed me out a lot. he's older ton. than Gabriel. I know. But, but I remember seeing that Gabriel. Like, it was so juvenile. Yeah. And it was like, like, he was being really gross about her. And her mom, like, liked it. Like, her when mom was fine with it. She, like, encouraged and it. It's, it's one thing to be attracted to her mm-hmm. and pursue her. Great. But it's another to be constantly commenting on how tight and childish her clothes are and how it's revealing he says so her, much of her figure. I can see through your dress in front of her mom. Yeah. Like as soon as we meet. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty gross. I, I was kind of grossed out. Uh, yeah. And it just kept going. And it was so like it was like watching a 35 year old hit on mm-hmm. a 15 year old instead of. What, maybe he was like 19? Well, Gabe is is younger than, um, I remember from Kit? seeing the tombstones, than Kit by two years. Oh, so okay. So Gabe is Fancy's, Fancy's age. age. And he's, and maybe Elon more is. more like 17. Yeah, he, so he's like 17. And so it's like, I'm not so bothered by that. It was just the way he spoke to her. It was mm-hmm. super skeezy. Yeah. No, he like definitely, he kept saying like, he, he kept like, Telling her she wasn't ripe yet, but when she was, he was going to eat her and like... Like that bullshit with the... She's like, here, I don't like my... I don't cherry. like maraschino cherries. Do you want my cherry? And he's like, mm, I'll save it for later. And she's like, why are you saving it for later? And he's like, it's not quite ripe yet. I want to eat it when it's ripe. Put it in my pocket. And she's like, mm, okay. And yeah. I, as the reader, was like, mm, this sucks. Yeah. I hate everything about this and I want to throw up. Yeah. I... Elon... Eat the fucking cherry and quit being weird. He was being pretty Enough gross with the motherfucking innuendo. Also, we like, all know what you're doing. Also, like I was shipping her with Gabriel way more. Like I was like, yeah. As soon as as soon as we came, saw Gabriel, I was like, the, Gabriel. I was like, oh, they're together. But then he wasn't. I, I was. I liked Elon a lot of the time. 
Yeah. But whenever it would, it would like take a step back into that, it was so obnoxious. Yeah. It was so obnoxious. No. It was that kind of like older man, like indulgence in a younger girl. It felt like super Lolita. Yeah. To me, well, instead he, of just a boy being attracted to a girl. Cause he kept telling her how childish she was. Yeah. But how like mature her body was. Yeah. And he's like, you need to like dress for your body because you're d- so developed. Like, that's what it was. He'd be like, who do you think you're kidding wearing those like kitty outfits? And like, it's so tight. And then when she shows him the happy place and he's like, all this stuff is too childlike. You need to have a more adult happy place. Like all of it was very. And I like I like that. I like somebody showing her. I like, like someone. Look, you are that. hanging on to your childhood way too hard. This is the child. This is the happy place of like a, an eight year old or mm-hmm. something. And then he does finally get her to see herself plainly. Mm-hmm. Like she's hanging on to things and she looks kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Sad and like those clothes are not fitting her anymore. Yeah. Well, because she's wearing a fucking like My Sweet Audrina outfit like she's all the like time. a baby doll dress yeah. and ribbons in her hair. Yeah, it's she's like wearing weird. ribbons in her hair. Yeah. Um, so I'm fine with him doing that. I just wasn't fine with the dialogue. It was, was just the, the dialogue yeah. was really grossing me out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the, the, the like grossness of it, like, I don't mind, uh, like you said, I don't mind someone being like, dude, this is sad. Like you're being like a kid. You're in arrested development. Something's wrong. Yeah. Like you need to take a look at yourself. Yeah. Um, the thing I did have a problem with was him being like, you're such a child. I want to fuck you. Yes. I was like, ew, what? It's like, you're really holding on to your childhood, but I'm really loving how your breasts have developed and definitely want to take your virginity from you. Ew, when he said- There's a lot going on there, pal. Yeah. And then when he said he wanted to cut her dress off her body because it was too childlike, I was like, ew. Ew. (laughs) No. Inappropriate. Yeah, it was. I wanted to do with Gabe. But it was not to be. Man, she fucking hates she, Gabe. She would have hate. She would have killed she, me for saying that. She was. She was ready to kill Gabe regardless. Yeah. She saw him playing with a head on a stick, <laughs> and she was like, or like knocking a severed head around the street because that's just how Portero do. <laughs> yeah. There's just like, like severed heads in the street. Yeah. They when they go to town for the first time, the whole main street is just ripped up. And there's a cleanup crew out there and they're like, oh, I guess a monster came through. Yeah. Like, that's just something that yeah. happens. There are severed heads about and Gabe was like playing with one. But she was like, he's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they like kill people. Well, it's funny, like how much of her because Kit points out that her hatred of him is silly. Like, because she's like, so she's like, he poked a dead eyeball with a stick. Yeah. And she's like, can you believe it? And Kit's like, you do that all the, you've done worse. Like, what are you talking about? about? Ugh. So like, they, one, sleepwalks. Oh, right. So it's not just that he was poking. It's not just that he was poking. It's not just that. He sleepwalks. But he also sleepwalks and he was being weird and Elon had to like slap him out of it. Yeah. So he has these like, fugue states. Also, he like, starts to act really fucked up during some of these fugue states like larry it's crazy so like it seems to be like this is like kind of like a small town separated from time but not really because they still have two and a half men (laughs) they they have two and a half they have two and a half men two and a half men um we know this because a cute moment that mm -hmm. elon and (laughs) fancy share 
are when they're like laying down together after some sort of sexual activity. Yeah, like fooling around. Yeah. And Elon <laughs> is laying on Fancy's chest and singing the two and a half men theme to her heartbeats. I would die instantly if somebody did that. My heart would stop to stop the music. <laughs> Which means he was going, men, 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 men. <laughs> and she's like, when the fuck is so cute? So many. <laughs> I love it. I'm 15. Oh my god, she is very 15. She's Super very 15. 15. Um, so her wish, and okay, so she, they all have to go to Cherry Glade, which is basically this thing where everybody makes wishes and they put them in these bottles. And it's a very, this book reminds me of like if Big Fish were really fucked up yeah (laughs) completely fucked up it's like it's like some latin american magical realism yeah plus southern american realism i guess Mm -hmm. like big fish plus vc andrews Mm -hmm. plus um ya pulp fiction Mm -hmm. plus i want to say something else but i didn't have anything after that last plus but i said plus anyway yeah plus zero equals this book (laughs) Seriously, like, and I loved how beautifully like everything was presented to us. Like, so when the thing that they do to go to Cherry Glade is everybody dresses up really nice and they mm-hmm. they, they have like this picnic and everybody eats at this picnic uh, by this o- old dead moon flower tree. Yeah. And you put your, you write your wish down and you put it in a bottle and you hang it to the tree. And then that's like the, the ceremony. And you're making this wish to Jerry Dumont. Cherry. Ch- cherry. What did I say? Jerry? You said Jerry. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about uh, Dear Reeves's slice of Jerry. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jerry. And this here's my story. I like cutting on men. <laughs> I'm Jerry. I'm Jerry. I cut on men and I sew them back up. <laughs> I don't know who that guy Slice is. Slice of Jerry. Slice of Jerry. Yes. Um, so, Cherry I Dumont. Jerry? <laughs> I don't even remember saying Jerry. Okay. Right, Brett, she said Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Brett nodded. Brett's backing me up. Brett's backing her up. <laughs> it's classic. Brett taking Lindsay's side. Thank you, Brett. Whatever. So I give him cookies on the slide. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he lies for me, I'm just here's a cookie. <laughs> um. So Cherry, uh, then grants their wishes, and oh, they're and related Cherry, to Cherry. Yes, Cherry was um a slave on a southern plantation who like broke like, free, escaped. Mm-hmm. And then, did she essentially start the town? I think so. And she's that's like why their it's matriarch. all magical. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like this magical woman who started a crazy monster town. Yeah, she started this insane monster town. Because she can open up doorways. Town. She's yes. the one who can open up doorways. And some people have gifts and some people don't. So, like, Fancy has a gift to see, like, access portals through yeah. reflective surfaces. And then, eventually, in the book, Kit, who's... <laughs> imbued with the oh so enviable gift of when she walks if there's a corpse there the corpse will rise up and be like do this thing for me it will like do this thing for me it will grab I'm her dead with its nasty fucking hands <laughs> yes. and be like help me ah, 
I'm buried. I don't want to be buried here. Can you tell my mom I'm here? And she's like, yeah, sure, I will. And Fancy's and like, like, thank you so much. Fancy's like, I can't believe you have a gift that I don't have. We're one person. And Kit's like, and like you've um, always had me. your thing. And Fancy's like, no, shut no, up. I will murder your boyfriend. I will murder everybody I will murder him. but our family. Fuck you for seeing corpses. Why can't I see corpses? I will kill that corpse for touching you. <laughs> Meanwhile, the corpse is like, um, excuse me. And the corpse is like, I see you I there. I have some I unfinished. You. I acknowledge your feelings. <laughs> I have some unfinished business. My mom doesn't know that I died. Could you please tell my mom that I died? Also, like, <laughs> that specific corpse had been captured by someone and trapped in a cellar. And like, oh my God, like our dad did to people. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> what was your name? Greenlee? Nice to meet you. <laughs> Doesn't sound familiar though, so no. we don't think it was our dad. No. Um, so yeah, her dad didn't, their dad didn't keep prisoners. He just he killed just people. chopped. <laughs> uh, with bone saws. Old, old bone saws. Um, so. And that's why he's a bone saw killer. <laughs> and thus the name. Um, so. Fancy and uh, Fancy thinks that Kit is going to write as her wish that like the same thing that she writes. She she tells Kit to wish that they will never be separated. Yeah. She wishes for a way oh, for right. them to, to kill, kill <laughs> indiscriminately without recourse. Without recourse. <laughs> or without consequences. Right. Um, Sorry, not recourse. Oh, embarrassing. Oh, that's really embarrassing. Wow, mm. that's so embarrassing. Um, and so then as she's like putting the her bottle up on the tree like everything falls away and it's her and cherry Mm -hmm. i mean yeah her and cherry and cherry's like i'm gonna grant your wish because you're like kin to me Mm -hmm. and i want to hello i'm your weird ass fairy godmother yeah (laughs) and she's like you don't care that we want to murder people she's like i don't like whatever your family yeah that that was a thing that kept being said as if it were a universal truth where it was like people do bad things what does love have to do with it and it's like well (laughs) yeah Maybe don't kill there, people. There's a line to be drawn. Maybe don't kill people. Yeah, maybe don't kill. I guess in the town of Portero. It's true. There's monsters everywhere. Mm-hmm. Some um, of them people. Some. Not all of them. Just some. <laughs> but Cherry's like, okay, I'm not going to give you details, but if you go to the dark park. Super out. Yeah. Super scary ass woods. Dude, that part was scary. You will get what you need. It was real creepy. Dude, guys, this book is like pretty scary. So it's definitely scarier than probably 90% of yeah. the books we read. I mean, it would like, I would say creepy is better. Spooky. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, creepy is it, better than spooky. Yeah. So she's like, okay. She, at first she's like, I don't want to go to the dark park. And Cherry's like, fine, you don't have to, but right, like, you asked for it. This is the way to get your wish. If you want it, you have to grab this key. And here's this little piece of paper and it will tell you where you need to go. So she has this like little piece of paper. I liked the little piece of paper. I loved this part. It's cool. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. She has a little piece of paper. She goes into the um, park. Oh, yeah. Because the paper itself says go to the dark park. Mm-hmm. The paper like tells her stuff. Yep. So it says go to the dark park. She goes in the dark park. Then it's just like an, an X, X appears and a little pink dot. And oh, a, a pink X and, and a pink, pink dot. dot. And so as she's walking, if she's going the right way, the pink dot will go closer to the X. If she goes the wrong way, the pink dot disappears, mm-hmm. which is horrifying. If you're real weird alone in this su- super creepy forest. So she starts walking in. It's very, very dark. And there's all these weird flora. Like they, they have be- this thing called um, cacklers. cacklers. Is that what they're called? Yeah. And they're like weird 
tiny little humanoid creatures. They're very like pale. bald head. Yeah, they're pale. Um, and they cackle. Yeah. That's why they're called that. But they will pumpkin straight up heads. eat you. Yeah, they pumpkin heads. Like big round pumpkin they heads. Pumpkin heads. Ew. Ew. So she's like walking around. She, and so at first she's like, oh, God, cacklers. But then she hears this voice that's like, hey, hey. And she's like, is that a person? Like, and she looks... And it's just like this blob, this yellow blob that has oh, yeah. formed a human face so that it can coax her to where it is. And it reaches out towards her. And then when it's almost human like hand gets touched by sunlight, it bursts into flame. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And she's like, I'm getting heat stroke. That must be what it is. I'm hallucinating. I'm sure. Then that whole thing where she's like trying to convince herself that these things aren't happening. I was like hello, Yeah, you live in a monster town and yeah. you kill people. I think these things might be real. I was like, why now? Like, yeah, why, why now? about this? Like, Are you trying to convince yourself that this isn't happening? Because like, it doesn't seem to be any like more you're crazy. You're looking for a key that, that a ghost lady dead. gave you. Yeah, great. What? However many great grandmothers told it's, you to find in a murder wood. You guys, as part of your, like, cherry glade thing, put a wish in a bottle and hang it on a tree and the wish gets granted. And if you don't like the results, you cry and cherries come out of your eyeballs and spell out you wished for this. No, no, no. It's just because it's very hot out today. It's just heat It's just very hot. I didn't eat enough. My blood sugar was dropping. So low, so low. So low, so low. She just needs to eat some saltines. She just needs to eat some a king-size Twix. And a Pro- bag of cheeses and a protein shake. Get that chalky naked Jack juice, baby. That butcher. Uh, um. So she it, like runs away from that thing, and then there's all these cacklers. No. Oh, right. So it wasn't even was it cacklers that the second group of creatures she no. encounters? They're like reptilian. These reptilian. Yeah, they're again like these weird goo creatures. Yeah. So she so she gets her way over to like this um bridge and underneath the bridge some creature had like stuck a bunch of shit uh-huh. to the bottom of the bridge and so she finds the key that she needs or it's just this like metal thing i forget how it is indicated to her that like w- what she has to grab do you remember that um i think it just shows that she's arrived and it's just this metal piece sticking out and i think she just thinks to grab it i, Does don't, she I don't just really know remember. i think she just knows okay and or maybe someone speaks to her i don't remember but she grabs it and she looks down at her paper and like this piece of like slime falls down on the piece of paper and then the paper changes to in pink font say run yep and then very helpful piece of paper. <laughs> the slime, it re- she realizes, is a tongue. <laughs> yeah. And she looks above her, and it's all these, like, reptilian monsters. Uh-huh. And so she starts just fucking running. But, of course, then she falls. And then these, like, Montmain people come and help her. Yeah, they're the, like, police force slash cleanup crew for Portero. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and she's the things like licked the skin off her in spots. I forgot about that. Yeah, so yeah, their tongues like, are so sticky. Yeah, it pulled her skin off. Fuck. Yeah, um, but they put some sort of like solution on her. Yeah, they and they're just like, like don't worry about it. Don't grow back. <laughs> she's like, that's itchy. And they're like, shut up. Don't. Why are we even here? Yeah. So then she leaves, but she's got this thing, and she's like, I don't know what this thing is. And it turns out kinetoscope. Is that what that thing yeah. is called? So it's a handle to a kinetoscope they had had that like it lets you see moving pictures. So you can crank it. And the the one that they had didn't have a handle. 
So there, she's able to now, with the full kinetoscope, go into... She like projects her happy place mm-hmm. on the walls of the cellar, mm-hmm. and that puts them in it. They're like actually there. They yeah. go there. So then she's like, oh. She's like, oh, great. We can put Frank in here. Mm-hmm. And Kit's like, no, I like Frank. And she's like, I will murder. You she's cannot like, like anyone else. up. Shut up. I will murder him. She's like, um, you're the one who wanted to keep him alive. Not at this point in the book. Not, <laughs> Not anymore. Now. That was Not 10 pages ago. So <laughs> keep up. She decides to put Franken in there. And she has this, and like... And he's like, no. I know, he's like, but I love her. And, and she's like, Kit. shut up. And she's like, Kit shut does up. not care. Kit does not care. And Kit's like, but I... She's like, shut up. No. Shut up. Kit is mine. So this this happy place consists of, like, a clearing with, like, these beautiful headless statues where they're just these statues holding their own he- heads. Their own heads. Um, it's like in um, Return to Oz. It's like in, um, you know what I pictured it to be like? You know the Huntington Library? Yes. You know that one part that's like, it's like a green, it's just like a green with like white statues that are just kind of, it's surrounded by um, like really thick, head, really tall hedges. And then there's like like statues lining the, um, it's like a long rectangle of green. There's like these Greek type statues. Is it right at the entrance? No, it's like if you go in, you go past the the building. It's right past the building that has like the temporary exhibits the of art. like, no, not the art, the like sciencey stuff sometimes. And then the art, the American art wing is like, or not even American art. It's just the art wing is like across the courtyard from it. Okay. So it's like, you know how there's that big building that has like, um, I guess it has sometimes art, but it also has like uh, science through the ages or anatomy through the ages or like they'll have like rotating like special exhibits and then they'll have like really old manuscripts and and, yeah, Yeah. like really old uh, books and things like that. And then if you were to exit that building and keep going further into the gardens mm-hmm. um the building with like just paintings is on the left and then the garden that i'm talking about is on your right i think so so it's just like a long clearing it's kind of like what you would imagine like a french royal garden to look like it's just mm-hmm. like very green trim grass surrounded by um really thick like topiary hedge mm-hmm. and then like very like pristine white marble statues mm-hmm. at every space and and at every like very small clearing that the statue is in there's like a little bench mm-hmm. so i just pictured that space to be like that i like, had a very clear idea of it immediately mm-hmm. she m- painted such a clear picture yeah and and then b- it's a little like they jumped into the artwork in mary poppins <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> So imagine that. <laughs> Just imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. Um, oh, there's like, there is a carousel and carousel. a Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. And a hill where kids can run on. Uh-huh. That was another moment where I was like, Elon, you are being fucking disgusting right now. There's no way I would date you at this point Wait, what, in time. Where, when? Um, when he's talking about how childish it is to have a carousel. Right. And he's like, although Ew, it is good yeah. practice for little girls for later to have something hard between their legs. I was yeah. like, Elon... No. Yeah, it was gross. Unacceptable. You were being gross and childish and yeah. a high school boy right now. And no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was very grossed out by that. So part. I was struggling with the fact that I was supposed to like Elon. Yeah. When he was being super gross. Yeah. He was being super gross. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, 
but yeah so there it's 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 just like a oh and there's like these flamingos like it's just a very like it's a child's idea of paradise um yeah it's a fancy park yeah and basically where they kill people where they kill people and then bury where they kill people bury their victims in dirt and then trees grow from them trees grow so like that kind of a thing and she (laughs) um and there's various so we get to see a variety of people trees yep because they kill a variety of people Mm -hmm. um my favorite one is the tony tree i love that they sing the tony tree sings the tiny the tiny, the tiny Tonys. naked baby Tonys. And they all with their sing. little feet, their feet waving dangle. in the air. Their feet dangling. Their wee feet dangle yeah. in the air, as she yeah. puts it. Yep. And they sing. They sing. <laughs> it was, it was pretty and crazy. on the old man tree, because they come yeah. across an old man who tries to rape, rape Kit. Kit. And he locks he locks fancy in their in his truck. And so they kill him and then they take him to the happy place and they plant him and from that tree you can grow like eyeballs mm-hmm. and skin mm-hmm. and you can use the new skin to cover mm-hmm. up scars and stuff the um no that was the godfather tree the godfather tree grew skin oh because she remember she wrapped him up i'm trying to think of what that guy grew what did he grow oh yeah what did she do to him wait so what did she do to him she poked him in the eye remember she poked him in the uh-huh. eye with that plant and that paralyzed him and then the dogs ate his body oh they planted his ear yeah so then what grew oh, from maybe, there? maybe maybe they didn't use his just tree fruit. at all they called it pervert fruit or something like that but they didn't <laughs> <laughs> they, i don't think anything happened with him that oh, was okay. the godfather did they just plant. eat fruit from his tree i think they just ate it yeah i think nothing right. exciting it's the godfather tree that had eyes like the and eyes skin. and skin <laughs> um so they start like they're like okay well now we have this setup right like we can kill people in here and it'll be clean and then we can just be scot-free um and then they're like well who should we kill and fancy's like let's kill bad people and kids like "Ugh, lame i know and also kids, this is before the turn again yeah, uh, yeah. and kids like i wanted to stab people and she's like well you can you, stab them in the happy place and then she never lets her stab no. them in the happy place. <laughs> so then kids like i think i'm overstabbing or I'm over the happy place if you're not going to let me stab yeah. in the happy place. She's like, you said I would be able She's to like, stab. You're being too creative with your killing. <laughs> She's being very creative. She's being extremely creative. The Oh, yeah, because the first person who comes to them for like, please kill this person okay. I have a problem with. Isn't it that dancer? Oh, right. So it's a so girl. This, oh, my God. So this total cunt. Yeah. She's definitely on the cunt yeah, scale. I'm going to say... All caps K. Yeah, me too. All caps me K. Too. Cunt. Because she comes to them and she's like, hello, my name is Claudia. <sighs> and I need you to kill this boy Mason for me because he is trying to take my spot in a dance show. Right. And Mason's like <laughs> or a drugged. Dance yeah, he's hella drugged. And they're like, what did he do to you? And she's like, he's trying to take my spot as a dancer. But he doesn't deserve it. He's getting it because his parents are rich. And they're like, okay, let's test this. So I love like, that they tested everything. They test everyone. <laughs> I loved that. And I think that's a part of Fancy's desire to control and be like judge of everybody. Maybe. Because so she's like, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Come with us in the cellar. And yep. she's like, I will do whatever you say because <laughs> I want Mason dead. <laughs> so they, Mason is the worst. He's ruining my life. So they bring both of them in. They undrug Mason. 
by oh they squeeze the injection oh, yeah. site they they squeeze the drug out of his neck yeah it was oh that was really grossing me out mm. oh i have like goosebumps um i was kind of into it because i watch those pimple yeah, popper videos <laughs> i have like seriously like chills on the back of my scalp i was like oh cool so yeah they squeeze so, but when they talk to mason they're like she wants to kill you yeah and he's like what he's like why, why? we're friends what? annie and she's like my name is claudia i know <laughs> that is my staging he's like but annie why huh we're friends and then fancy's like shut up and dance like dance contest <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i thought you said contest dance like, contest <laughs> like a cunt <laughs> like countess like a girl cunt <laughs> contest dance for me contessa <laughs> so they make them do a dance contest and it's super obvious that mason's just like better very good he's very good and she's yeah, just like she's like okay good. if you really are better we will kill him mm-hmm. and if he is better we'll see what happens and claudia's like mm, no problem she's like i will out dance him any day of the week Mason's like, I don't want to do this. And they're like, too bad. Shut your fucking trap. So they dance it up. Claudia? Claudia is much worse. So then they are like, okay, you can do one final dance for us. And they forcibly put these like red dancing shoes on. Oh, but I want to go back to the part where they're like, Mason has won. And she's like, what? Fuck you. Oh, yeah. I was so much better. She does. They're like, throw a fat. You're in a supernatural place where you're being judged. Let's not get petty right now. Seriously, she needed to just be like. You cannot lie to us. She just needed to be like, I'm going to go home. You know what? I gave it my best. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go home. I'm very sorry about this. I regret everything. You're totally right. Please let me go. Goodbye. She needed to have the grace of a British Bake Off contestant that has just lost. Like she needs to be like, I'm just glad I did it. And um, I I regret nothing. I'm going to miss my time in the tent. I um. I didn't think I could make it this far, but you know, I'm, I did win a uh, star baker once. So yeah. <laughs> I got that. And this, I should have gone. I was the one to go home this week. You I should have, I, I really, I came in last in the technical. I, I should have made a pie crust before. I should have practiced uh, making a pie crust. I had never made one. I so. should have, you know what? I'm going to say I should have tried to make a cake before this. I love when they're like, I've never made one before. I'm like, you You're were trying to be a baking show. What are you doing? Try everything. Make everything. Make everything. Make everything. When, you adorable Brits. And when they're like, I don't like pie, so I don't make it. And it's like, wait, but you should like try. Like you, know you should have tried. I don't really like puff pastry, so I'm gonna make a gluten free, <laughs> made from quinoa, using chocolate flour, puff pastry. You are talking and then specifically. Paul is like, um. No. I feel like you're talking specifically about that one guy from season, I want to say three. All I know is that he sounded like a less charismatic and more, oh, more daughtering Alan Rickman. Oh, Was pork pie hat. Pork pie hat? Who's pork pie hat? A guy who just kept trying trying to be like way too creative. <laughs> I think, I'm thinking of that guy who talked kind of like this, who sounded, that was as close to Alan Rickman oh, as I'll ever oh, get. Oh, Buffalo Bill. <laughs> Buffalo from Bill. Silence of the from Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Would you fuck me? <laughs> Was your big fat fat lady? <laughs> Would you eat my pie crust? 
<laughs> I guess I should have made a pie crust before. <laughs> Would you fuck me on this showstopper? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't bring it on on the technical. <laughs> I was thinking of Una. 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 On who? On Nadia's season. Her name is Una. Oh. And she was trying to like get too creative with um. the bases. Mm. I guess you'd say there were a mm. couple of weeks. Yeah, there were a few. There were a few times. Or like, I swear to God. Oh God, what was his name? Why can't I remember? Ian. Oh, baby, Ian. Ian. Ian was also a Nadia season. Ian is like I've never really made a cake. <laughs> no, there was like Ian. You have one star baker. Like yeah. three or four times. What do you mean you never really made a cake? There was. What are you talking about? There were like there. I feel like this happens every season where someone doesn't make a basic staple of baking. Yep. Where I, I remember that with a pie crust. I remember. I remember the cake thing where it's just like just like go on like food.com and type <laughs> in like baking and make the first six things that come up. And I guarantee you'll have made a pake a, a cake a cake. And a Kai. <laughs> Pakes. Kai's. I just. Mookies. Like be. Kisses. And, and cuffins. Cuffins. <laughs> so I started watching Zumbo's Just Desserts. Oh Have you my God. That? I don't like it at all. Here's the thing everyone's too attractive. <laughs> really? They're, they're Australian. They're, I beg to differ. They're too attractive. I beg to differ. Really? I think they're normal. No, they're too pretty. <laughs> and none of their food looks good. <laughs> I tweeted this. I was like, all of these desserts look are just plops. They're just little <laughs> plops on plates. It's like I could take just a plop of sour cream and put it on a plate and then <laughs> swizzle some like, syrup over it. And they would be like, yes, this looks exactly like a dessert. I was getting so invested in the show. And I stopped watching after like three episodes because I couldn't handle Rachel anymore. Wait, who's Rachel? The host girl. Oh. Her like wide-eyed, passive-aggressive style no. of hosting where she's like, mm. and how do you feel about what you're showing us today? They're like, way wow, meaner. Rachel. Yeah, she's mean. They Like she said to one of the contestants, well, let's hope it tastes better than it looks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, girl. No. That's so mean. This is not Great British Bake Off. No, it's very not. I don't like this. This is why I said it's not Great British Bake Off because everyone's way more attractive and they're way meaner. And it's way more um, produced. Yeah. The storylines are way and more it's tighter produced. And it's like, um, it's just more plasticine and like uh -huh. more also, reality TV show. all look like an Insane. alien head landed on a table. <laughs> And then you cut it, and there's a pie inside. Okay, he did, he did this one dessert, which I was like, if you served this to me, it's insane. Okay, I don't know if you got this one. I don't know. It is a magician's hat <laughs> made out of chocolate, and you pour hot chocolate on the top, and there's a jawbreaker inside. <laughs> I get that like this has made you famous but I don't have how are they supposed to copy this how are you expecting them to make this like the the first episode where they had to make that like glossy egg mm -hmm. thing no and I was watching the because it's the 
two least competent no, people I know. on the show. They make them do the, the hardest two thing. Worst yeah. bakers mm-hmm. or dessert makers, excuse me. Mm-hmm. The two worst dessert makers have to try to make this insane creation. It's insane. And, and so you're just watching them lose their fucking minds just trying to put something on a plate. Yeah. And both of their attempts were so fucking sad. No, it's really and sad. It, it looked like it like melted. It just looked like it had utterly melted. No, they look And they're bad. like, great. I give this a five out of 20. I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. No, they're like, this gives you a full... Like, they'll give... Each of them will give them a score, and mm-hmm. then they add the score together. And I'm like, yeah, I could and do math. I know. <laughs> and they're like, with both of our scores, you get a six out of 20. I was like, <laughs> ouch. ouch. From both of them? I'm like, this is so sad. And they're like, oh, why are you telling us how much that adds up to? I know. <laughs> so embarrassing and also like it it does seem a little mean-spirited right so manufactured make the worst two people make the hardest thing in the world and so that was like the one that that was the challenge it was like the two worst people had to make a fucking hat out of chocolate (laughs) (laughs) oh and also it wasn't just a jawbreaker it was like a jawbreaker coated in like a deep fried waffle it was crazy crazy. and also like it looked disgusting like who's gonna eat a fucking jawbreaker for dessert like who's like Uh, i wish my jawbreaker you know what i could really go for with my coffee (laughs) after can i have a can i have a frenette and um a jawbreaker (laughs) um oh could you deep fry the jawbreaker in white chocolate and um candied brussels sprouts okay thank you <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much i cut the jawbreaker in half i cut the jawbreaker in half with a knife no, what's inside is there something inside no it's just the oh, jawbreaker okay. but then one person made their jawbreaker way too big and it was like the size of a basketball open <laughs> It's such a mean show. <laughs> it is. It's not okay. It's not at all like Great British Bake Off. No, it's not like Bake Off. It was such a poor substitute that I, I stopped watching. Have you watched Masterclass? And then, oh, so boring. Really? I love Masterclass. Really? It makes me so relaxed. I watch it to fall asleep. It's the one where it's just Paul and Mary, right? Yeah. Mm. I like Paul and Mary ribbing at each other. And I like Paul going, Mary. <laughs> cracking voice like oh it's the great big mary mary <laughs> i was gonna say there are also a bunch of technical challenges on great british bake-off where they will be try- it's a recipe of mary's and they'll be like oh, i saw a photo of this in mary's cookbook and i'm like why didn't you make i know it? i know why didn't you make everything in mary's cookbook are you insane <laughs> i know like why like, wouldn't you, you just a photo you had it right there they had it right there it's not even just like look up how to make cake it's like you had you know, the, book. the judge of your show has cookbooks and you saw it yeah you, you saw it well, you didn't make it someone was like <laughs> reading the book on a jog while running by them and they saw the picture <laughs> oh there it goes, it goes oh god that's oh, too, ah. no, too bad i don't want to bother someone while they're on a run that's a very british thing to say <laughs> i don't want to someone while they're on a run i would hope most people would say that uh, i will tell you most people do not because a lot of people try to talk to me when i'm on a run that is the worst Mm -hmm. i don't ever want to talk to you when i'm on a run no i don't ever want to buy anything from you i don't ever want to get away i don't want to be touched by you i had one interaction that was like the best interaction i've ever had on a run was it the one where you guys were just keeping pace with each other no that was actually okay that was the best one Second best was I had uh, 
for like god this was like probably years ago uh <laughs> why would I'm, you cover up how many years ago just because i'm now realizing it feels like yesterday but it was like 10 years ago <laughs> we were, uh, i would like i would always go on the same route every day and this other guy would always go the opposite route and so we'd always pass each other it was like every day for like two weeks and we never acknowledged each other and then one day he just put his hand up for a high five and I just gave him a high five and we just kept yay. going. And I was like, yay. <laughs> oh, that's great. It was great. I was like, that's how you like, just great job. Yeah. That's it. That's nice. Yeah. Before we get back to the book, I will just say, if you are looking for, and I'm guessing you've already watched it, but listeners, if you're looking for a good placeholder for Great British Bake Off until we are given more episodes as Americans, mm-hmm. Queer Eye. Oh my god, you guys! Oh my god, I love it so much. After every single it. episode, Micah and I say to each other, "Why is this show so good? It is so <laughs> it is so good. good. I cry every I cry episode. Every episode, except I love for it. the stand-up episode, and I think he might be an asshole. Um, his interaction with that girl at the end of that episode made me go, mm, I think you might be a bad dude.'" <laughs> Here's what I think. He didn't talk about her the whole week. They had no idea she existed. Yeah. And then he was like a little like do you think he was like uh, creepy here's no creepy. here's what i think i but don't I think, think he was not creepy. gonna be nice to her here's what i think mm-hmm. i think here was my thought on it a um the thing that i loved was the fab five's reaction to it yes because they were great they were i was like, laughing what? so hard and they were like who the fuck is orange nails like <laughs> yes. i loved that <laughs> However, for me, I was like, this is why I'm like, we don't we don't ever check it back in with them. And we don't know what happened because either a that girl wanted to be on TV or B, he's like he undersold how terrible he is with women so that he could be on the show and had been texting with that girl the whole time. Well, that's what they had said. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's like, like, oh, I'm glad you answered my text. I was like, yeah. what? I was like, Ew, what? Yeah. But it seemed like they'd been texting for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he didn't cry. When he I know them, I was like, I think you might have no soul. Um, I and 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 also How I feel dare like you? they edited that one pretty hard. <laughs> you can always tell when they like edit one like a little harder. I, yeah. If the guy doesn't cry, mm-hmm. then I'm like, gross. You have to cry. I'm you. sorry. You have to cry. You're bad. You have to be like, I didn't think I was gonna cry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then you have to. You have to say, say that you love you the guys. To, you, yes, you have to talk about how you never would have thought that five gay guys would mm-hmm. be a part of your life before, and now you can't imagine your life without them. And that you can say that you really do truly love those men. Yep. Like, I, that is the perfect... <laughs> yep. uh, I, yeah, really, really good. I, it's such a good show. It's, it's great. such a good I show. I can't believe there were only eight episodes. I'm I about shocked. had a fit. I know. I had a fit when Mike pointed that no. out. Same. Micah like, pointed that out to me. No. I was like, oh, episode seven, let's keep going. And he was like, there's only one more. I was like, why would you? What? Why would you? What? Ugh. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? It is. My guess is it's the home renovations. I mean, they do take a while. <laughs> Not even and the money. that. Yeah, the money. Because <laughs> they like, do. Oh, damn. They do a lot. lot. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was am- I love that show. It's so good. Um. I just want nice. I just want to watch nice people. I be know. Nice to each other, and be happy. That's the thing. Like that's I want. <laughs> I just want people to come. I want to see people come to the realization that love is the answer. Yes. You know. That's why I like the. That's why the blind auditions for The Voice are the best. Is because yeah. you're just giving validation. Yeah. <laughs> it's just watching a bunch of people have their entire 
lives validated up to that point. But then after that, you have to watch them go home. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why people... It's not as exciting. Did you watch Fergie's um, no thing? I haven't seen it either. I can't I find it. I have no it. idea what anyone is even talking about. All I know is it was bad. Really bad. Was it bad? Who knows? Let us know. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. What did you think of Fergie's Star Spangled Banner? <laughs> uh, okay. Slice of cherry. Slice of cherry. Slice of Jerry. Jerry's cherries. <laughs> Jerry Garcia. Wait, Cherry can Garcia. This, can we get this podcast sponsored by Sherry's Berries? And also the flavor, Cherry Garcia. <laughs> not, not Ben not and Jerry's. Not Ben and Jerry. No. I, do, I, I will I not do business with those I, men. Could I have gone for the obvious Jerry in Ben and Jerry's? Yes. Did I? No. no because you know what? I actually didn't make that I know you didn't. The gentle touch of just the fingertips, just the fingertips, just the fingertips all, on all the in a line on the tabletop, as if I'm dipping my fingers mm. into the warm water for my manicure. Manicure, my manicure, um, is a thing that you don't know. Kelly and I like to do while we record when we're saying oh, certain things a right. certain way. We put our fingers we on go, the table. Tap 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 tap. tap. Look, look. So here's the deal. Look, look, they're the fingers. Anytime now. we're saying look, <laughs> look the fingers are probably, touching. We're probably going look. look. And then we're telling the table, feel. But so things start eroding between Kit and Fancy. The more Kit starts like seeing value in other people. Yeah, and, which their mom said. Yeah, and she kind of planned it. Because she enrolled them in classes for the summer mm-hmm. separately. And Kits just happens to be music with Gabe. Gabe. And Fancies is art with Elon. And she sucks at art. Yeah, she sucks at art. <laughs> it sort of seemed like she was like, oh, I'm just drawing more dimensions. And so I was like, is she drawing like 12 dimensions to that fish? No, oh, yeah. Like, just, because like, is that part of Fancy's gift? Unknown. Unknown. She sees billions of dimensions. Billions of dimensions. She was trying to draw them all. And it's not working out because that teacher's mean. Yeah, he's real mean. He like poo-poos her drawing. And she's like, never once does she threaten to kill him. No, never once. I'm shocked. Not even once. I'm shocked. Yeah. So, okay. So, as the romance is proceeding between her and Elon, also, okay, I was grossed Mm -hmm. out by this, where he like draws, like, they have to draw they're they're in partners and mm-hmm. the assignment is to draw a photo that is supposed to serve as a business card that sums you up to the person next to you and he draws the picture of them making out mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives it to her and she's like the, here's the issue that i don't like and i think this might be the difference between 2011 and now mm-hmm. which is that she is making him play the game do you know what i mean and he just because she's not she's sometimes like full yes consenting to him but sometimes she's like telling him no Mm -hmm. and he still keeps pushing like up until that point that he draws that picture of them making out she's been like pretty mean to him and doesn't like get the fuck away yeah and then he shows that to her and he's like i can see the future um and i struggle with this personally 
When you're trying to get a girl to go out with you, mm-hmm. should you truly stop after one rejection? Mm-mm. I don't think it's so horrible or such harassment if you keep trying to like get them to warm up to you. Mm. Because sometimes that happens. Yeah. I mean, in this case, I mean, Elon sucks. Yeah. I want to get that out of the way. Yeah. As a larger point to jump off of. Because like everybody's in movies and stuff. It's like, oh, just leave her alone already. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Sometimes. um, I don't know. Because the thing is, like, I don't I mean, know. I, I tend to err on the side. on how you go about it. Yeah. I tend to err on the side of like, if someone is... Well, there's a lot, right? Because there's like, um, like hopefully, if you're not entrenched in misogyny, in, in internalized misogyny, you're not like, oh, well, like it's my job to keep saying no, even though I really am interested in this guy, mm-hmm. because that's all part of the game. Um, so then we need to figure out what does the woman want, and hopefully that's through teaching um men to always kind of back down if someone says no um but like i don't i don't know because that's the thing right where it's like i have definitely had a guy or i've had guys like where i'm like nah you know what i'm not i'm not interested and then they keep being my friend and then like two months later they're like hey like i want to go on a date with you and i've been like "Ah, what do you think has changed like i wasn't interested two months ago i'm not interested now um, and so I don't know, I guess personally, like if I tell someone I'm not interested, I don't know what would have, unless, okay, here's what it is. Uh-huh. If you say, if, like, let's, let's say a guy like hits on you and mm-hmm. then you're just like, you know what? I just, I'm not ready for a relationship right now. I just got out of like a big thing. I need to just like breathe, breathe. Then sure. Then a guy could be like, all right, well, if you want me to wait, I will. And then if you say like, I don't know, I just need to think then Sure. But I feel like if it's if if the answer is just like, mm, you know what, I'm really not interested in you that way. I'm sorry. There's no reason to think like, OK, well, now it's changed. But how often do you think people actually give that honest of an answer <laughs> to say I'm not interested? I'm not interested in you that way, as opposed uh, to oh, I'm just not ready for a relationship right now. I think that people let down people, both genders, mm-hmm. two in, in two. I almost said the P word without thinking about it. Wait, what P word? The one I can't say, Kelly. Oh, pushy. <laughs> yes, in too pushy a way. <laughs> this is the opposite of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're trying to make it easier on yourself. Like you're pussyfooting around. Yes. I, well, and so it's like most people, I think, get, I'm not ready for a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. Most people probably. Yeah, I think so. And so I think the thing is too, where it's like, you know what, guys, it's better to just be because I for the last like, <laughs> this is gonna sound like I'm rejecting guys all the time. I'm not. It's like <laughs> the last like couple of guys that have asked me to go out. with Yeah, them, I've said, um, like, I'm sorry, I just really don't see you that way. In the few years before I started dating Mike, I made an effort to yeah be more straight about it. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. No, yeah, I, I think that you're cool, but no, yeah, but it is so hard to do, mm-hmm. and people mostly don't do it, so that's yeah. why it's like, okay, well, how do you really know? Because people aren't being that upfront. I yeah. will, I'll leave it here, mm-hmm. which is that I don't know the answer, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's quite as black and white as people would like it to be. Yeah, as I, I think, would like it to be. I think it behooves everybody to like. Because the thing is, they should respect the person that's seeking you out. 
yes. should just respect the idea that if you're not interested, that's enough of a reason for them to move on. Yeah. Um, and not like I because I I even if a guy is hitting on me now, my first thing isn't to say, like, oh, you know what? I have a boyfriend because then that sounds like a I'm spoken for, which I don't like. And B, like I would if I didn't. Right. And like and the thing that's annoying is that like a lot of times guys will like if you say like, you know what? I'm not interested. Sorry. Why? Do you have a boyfriend? So then it's like, oh, that only matters. That only matters. Like you will respect the fact that I am property of a man, but not my thought that I'm not interested. Yeah. Um. So I will just actually just keep pushing the I'm, I'm just not interested. Yeah. If you're the kind of guy who would come back with why do you have a boyfriend? You're not allowed to talk to her ever again. Yeah. That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. And <laughs> if I, your instinct is to do that. Go away forever. Yeah. I also like I uh, just I stream video games a lot. And as a fem- female person who streams video games mm-hmm. um, many times, the trolling that takes form is men sexually harassing you. Yes. And there is this one. <laughs> I had to be mean to this guy. Did I say this on this show yet before? No. Uh, so he just kept like being like, what do I have to do to be your boyfriend? I just uh, want to be with you. You're so beautiful. You uh, look like a snack. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, you look like a what? Snack. Like the food? Mm-hmm. Like a snack. Like yummy. I want his dick on a plate. Mm-hmm. Right now. Well, he was just like, he was like, what do I have to do to be your boyfriend? He's like, why won't you be with me? How can how can I be your boyfriend? And I was just, and I was like, look, I honestly, I'd rather die alone. (laughs) (laughs) The chat loved that. And then I banned him. I banned that boy's ass. I was like, goodbye. You're out of here. Snack? Yeah. Oh, fuck that. I Mm -hmm. have never heard. Mm -hmm. Like, you look look tasty. You look like a snack. Oh, you're so like, just, it's just, it's a nice, it's a rare, but nice day when there's no, there's no trolls or anything. But my chat is dope because like sometimes if someone's hitting on me, they'll pretend that they think that person's talking to them. So the person will be like, oh, are you dating one? They're like, oh, my God, I actually am. But thank you so much for asking. (laughs) So it just dispels it really quick. Um, that's good yeah but it's yeah gross yeah it's gross it's just like why that reminds me i was talking about this reminds me that last last episode were mm-hmm. we talking about the was that on was that on the regular episode the, the mini-sode where i was talking about that movie that was like groundhog day oh yeah um and it's it's a guy who's trying to get out of being friend zoned mm-hmm. essentially um by using time travel to go and relive that mm-hmm. night over and over again when they met. And it does the thing that we were hoping it would do, which Good. is that it dispels the idea of, of like, that there's a friend zone. Nice. Like, in the end, he learns to respect her relationship and mm-hmm. that they should be together mm-hmm. and to value her as a friend. Great. Isn't that great? That is great. Yeah. That's good. I'm so, I'm relieved. There's like a little bit where it's like, oh, because I was meant to be with her best friend. It's like, mm, not really. But the way, <laughs> but the way Just it like handles that, that is also really good because mm-hmm. when he keeps going over and over and the way it works is like at the end of the day, then he will just wake up the same three years later. Mm-hmm. But his life in the last three years was changed completely. Mm-hmm. Um and in one of them, the night that he gets her to, I'm going to ruin this, and I don't care. Spoiler alert. The night alert, that that's he gets her to, the time that he gets her to sleep with him that night mm-hmm. um, is because he's like kind of being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then she like 
goes for it. And this one is like making fun of the like, oh, girls only like assholes. Mm -hmm. And so she does sleep with him. But when he wakes up three years later, he wakes up in bed with her. But he's got frosted tips. And she only calls him for booty calls. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, yeah, you're not the kind of guy I would be with. You're the kind of guy who I call for sex. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> Good. Because he doesn't want to have become that guy. And so he goes back again and blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. so the whole thing is that like over the course of those days when he was trying to make it happen, the the best conversations and the most help he got was from her best friend. Mm-hmm. And they like really connected. So when he finally gets it and doesn't do anything to try to change anything, mm-hmm. then he asks her out, the the friend out. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's about connection, not about like paint the paint by numbers. Yeah. And it's not like maybe if you stopped obsessing over her. Yeah. And actually just appreciated her as a friend, you could then date somebody else. Yeah. Who is great. Yeah. And you connect to romantically instead of just. Infatuating over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and the moment when it was really nice. I'm sorry. My new favorite movie. But um, (laughs) (laughs) Kelly knocked her microphone. (laughs) Um, But there's this moment towards the end where he's like looking for the thing that kept sending him back in time. And it's like not in the bar anymore. It's like this old timey photo booth. And it's not there for him to go back in time again. Um, And he is talking. The girl comes to find him, Avery. And she's like, what are you so upset about? He's like, the photo booth. The photo booth isn't here anymore. I can't fix it. And she's like what happened to it? He's like, I don't know. It's not here. And she's like, Did I, I worked really hard to get that photo booth for you. And it turns out she bought the photo booth for him to have at his apartment. Uh, so he owns the photo booth. And he's like, you did that? She's like, yeah, you're my friend. And so like, that's the moment where it's like, oh yeah, you're, I really still want to be in your life as your friend. Yeah. It was yeah, good. That's it good. was good. I was really Good. Please to see it. It's called When We First Met, mm. I think. But um listener and Twitter friend Kat. Cool. I think uh, at Wickedly Deeper mm-hmm. is her name. Yeah. But yeah, she was like, Oh, you want a movie like that? You should try <laughs> When We First Met on Netflix. I was like, No, that was a movie. Okay, good. I'm glad that like, it turned oh, out good. Okay. Well, they handled the storyline well. And I agree. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we talk about all the people that the sisters killed yes and what they turned into as trees yes okay so the first person is the the first person they ever kill and put in there is the attempt rape guy yeah and then they bury his ear yeah the next person is claudia the dancy girl claudia the dancy girl oh the way claudia dies too is uh the shoes make her dance until she catches fire yeah and she just burns into ashes so they bury the shoes but then she's in the ashes, I guess. Yeah, and she turns into some kind of tree, but nothing interesting. They don't, they don't she doesn't describe like all the trees. No. Then the important trees are. So then there's this oh shit. Oh, the little girl. The little girl. Okay. That one's weird and this sad. This is weird and crazy yeah, and so this sad. One, oh, 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 oh. No, we're forgetting the two outsiders who were beating the shit out of Bill. Right. So there's this little boy that's getting beat up. And they call they call the people transies. It sounds bad, but hear us out. <laughs> it, it stands for, for transient. And really, that it doesn't mean like homeless person. It means people from another town yeah. outside of Portero. So they're like kicking the shit out of this kid. Mm-hmm. So then the girls 
use the inside of the car as their small to space. project the happy space yeah and then happy they, place they take those guys and then they what do they do with them they just stab oh, them a bunch don't they oh yeah this was this is where um fancy calls the minions mm-hmm, for the first time for, for the first time she has these minions who as soon as they get there she's just like minions take care of it yeah <laughs> and they like hold down oh yeah they're like Kit wants to stab them, but they're like stabbing she them. Let them. And in the end, she like she puts one of the kids on a <gasps> on a spinning wheel, and they throw daggers at him like they're at a carnival mm-hmm. show, but like purposely I mean carnival show. But yeah, they keep purposely hitting him, and yeah. so he's like bleeding out and begging them to stop. And that's when Kit is like, mm, "Do I want this?" Yeah, she's like, "I'm um, not sure." She's like, "He's asking us like, to stop." And Fancy's like, what of it? Yeah, good. And, and Kit, I'm not going to. And Kit's like, okay. Okay, I'm going to go hang out with Gabe some. Yeah. Um, and then do those guys become trees? I don't even know what happens to them. I don't know. I guess I, they yeah, do. they become trees. And then... Then, so then, then it's the little girl. So then this little girl sends sends them a letter. Because they've been responding to people that write them letters about their dad. And so the ones where people say stuff like, I wish I could do what your dad did, or like, there's some They're really bad trouble. people out there. Yeah. Um, so this little girl reaches out to them and says, I, my sister's trying to kill me. She's poisoning me. Yeah. So they go to this house. <laughs> they bring their kinetoscope. Mm-hmm. They, <clears throat> uh, they uh, knock on the door and this like frazzled blonde lady answers mm-hmm. the door and she's like, um, hello. Uh, oh, no, they call the sister. Remember? And they're like, we heard you're trying to kill your sister. We're going to help you. Yeah. So that's how they get in the house. And she's like, oh, great. Because she is, she has not taken to the soil. I mean, she sounds insane. No, I wish I had actually highlighted this part because she sounds bananas. Yeah. She's like poison ivying this house. Like she's got all these like hot house plants, like all these yeah. crazy ass plants in her house. And she's like, I keep trying to figure out the right solution to to grow what is her name i keep just thinking of secumcentra which is the 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 spell from harry potter thessalonia yeah she's selenica or something like that yeah so celestia that's not her name but i'm going okay let's just call her that i'm gonna say seely seely so she's like um you know seely's just really not taking to the soil or the you know, I, I've just been trying all sorts of watering. She's not, She's not growing. She's not yeah. thriving. And they're like, the and I tell her that she can't have sunlight because that's not the kind of plant she is. She needs moonlight. Yeah. And that's why I'm not letting her out of the house. And they're like, mm-hmm, okay. And she's like, would you like some tea? And they're like, okay. So she goes in the other room and they can see through the reflection that she's like chopping up. Uh, deadly mushrooms. Yeah, these deadly mushrooms, destroying angel mushrooms, which are real mushrooms. Don't ever eat them. They're white. Mm-hmm. Um, chopping them up and putting them in this tea. And then she comes back and she's like, have some tea. It might taste weird at first, but it's really good. Yeah, which like, is it's a family recipe. It's like, how is that going to be your intro to the tea? This is like, who do you think going to drink that tea? Like evil person trying to poison you. Yeah. It might taste weird, but just ignore it because it's a family recipe. That's an insane thing to think. So they don't work. drink it. And they're like, we know you tried to poison us. And she's like, oh, okay. And they're like, we want to help you kill Cece. So then she brings them into Cece's room and there's plants everywhere. And she opens the door and the ground is covered in just like dirt and there's this little girl who looks to maybe be like six or seven, 
very very blonde very pale very like malnourished mm-hmm. and she's like here she is as you can see she's not taking well to the constant watering and um they're like okay um why don't we all go to the happy place so they bring them all there and um the minions are called by fancy again they grab what's her name datura datura the sister and pull her aside and then they start like they like feed them tea yeah. and like fancy cakes, yeah, like and little cookies, like the tea like fours, like yeah. Alice in Wonderland thing yeah. is happening. And the tea is supposed to reveal what you're really like on the inside, yeah. And the little girl sprouts butterfly wings, and she's like very beautiful and floating around. And the sister turns into a toad. She turns into a toad <laughs> like person, a giant mushroomy toad person. And she keeps drinking water, and she's like, "I need, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Give me something to drink," and like. <laughs> Is just like a disgusting creature. Yeah, she's gross. So then they finally give her more to drink and then she explodes. Yeah. And <laughs> everybody, <laughs> what is funny and weird is how all the people who bring them, the people to kill, all of the victims mm-hmm. are all of the people being victimized. Yeah. Whenever the person finally ends, they're like, yay, that was so much fun. Yeah. Like, none of them are traumatized whatsoever. I know. So the sister is like, oh, thank you so much. I yeah. love my butterfly wing. And then they, yeah, she's like perfectly fine. She's great. But then remember, Kit wants to kill her. Yeah. Kit wants to cut on her when they get back to the house because she's still in cut on mode. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to cut her because what life is she going to have? Like, I, just let me kill her. Come on. Just let me do it. <laughs> And they're like, um, the brother that she talked about, she has a brother who's going to raise her. And she's like, oh, right. Well, so they put her on the bus, (laughs) whatever. But then Kit is being super nice to her the next day. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm sorry, I tried to cut on you. I thought you wanted to kill her. And she's like, yeah, that was yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, that was yesterday. And this marks the official change in the book when I am now (laughs) like feeling differently. (laughs) Like, yes, you are reading a slightly different book now. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. So, oh yeah, and the little girl, I liked this part how when Kit is like, oh, I'm sorry how I tried to kill you after we saved you. And she's like, that's okay. You guys are like Rottweilers. Like, they'll protect you from things, but sometimes you have to be protected from the Rottweilers. Mm-hmm. And Fancy's like, mm, I'm not loving that. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, huh. Not loving that analogy. Huh. Little girl. <laughs> um, and Kit's like, mm, true. She's like, wow, I'm changed now. Yeah. Here's some bus money. Mm-hmm. All right. She's like, we won't take your payment. We won't. We won't. And Fancy's like, what, really? Oh, I'm taking your payment. <laughs> I thought this was a business. Um, and then the- I wanted to book just before we oh, move sure. on, read the bit where the crazy sister is talking about why she's being the way she's being with her sister. <laughs> sure. She sat across from the sisters, her eyes skating drunkenly around the room. My sister's growing strangely. She don't thrive in sunlight like I meant her to. She sneaks out of the house in sunlight, even though she knows it ain't good for her. I don't understand it. I tried to alter her so she'll thrive in the light, to cross-pollinate her with something really hearty and sun-loving like a sunflower, but it ain't working. So she's just like keeping her in dirt in her room, being like, here's sunflower seeds. Yeah. And like dumping water on her head. Because remember that little girl doesn't like to take baths because... She doesn't like being watered watered so much. And she says, I was ready to give up and toss her on the compost heat. But then you called. So I figured I'd kill the two of you and then cremate your bodies. Human ash makes excellent fertilizer. Selena Sarah might thrive in it. Selena Sarum. That's her name. Sarah. Selena Selena Sarah. Sarah. They're like, "Mm, okay. Yeah, they're like, why don't you just stop talking? Let's work on that. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. So then the next person they kill and turn into a tree is oh the godfather so this little kid is like has been taken in by his godmother and godfather but his godfather beats him up all the time Mm -hmm. so they bring the kid and the godfather into the happy place they do like this boxing boxing thing between kit and him and kit rolls him up like a tube of toothpaste oh yeah and kit has made her hands giant yeah so kit can (laughs) like she can like really they can change mm-hmm. things in the happy place like at will like mm-hmm. their appearance their physical attributes yeah the the attributes of the world around them in the happy place um and so kit like beats him up and then rolls him up like a little tube of toothpaste until he's just like a roll of skin yep and they plant him and then he's like the skin and, and eye tree yep um and then the statues it turns out have been the, the headless statues that are so beautiful have actually been made to in honor of like actual inhabitants of the happy place who are beautiful beings that are headless people. And this is... I thought they were just themselves like celebrities in the happy place. I think maybe. I don't know. I just remember somebody giving that explanation too fancy, which was weird because then I was like, oh, things are... Right, because fancy was like, things are happening without... mm, Yeah. Not comfortable. So then she sees Kit kiss one of the statue people's faces yeah and it's like the flirty one he's like the most popular one and she gets so jealous she explodes his eyeballs <laughs> everybody's screaming everyone's like holy fuck kid is really mad and it was like like everyone was like for she's a jolly good fellow yeah. like everyone's, <laughs> everyone's super happy. having a damn party and she explodes his eyes and the party comes to a grinding halt and he's like, ow, ow, ow. And they're like, well, let's just take the eyes from. Well, Fancy is then like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Kit's like, how could you do that? And she's like, whatever. whatever. Sorry. You can have the Godfather's eyes or whatever. And then he looks even better with yeah. the Godfather's eyes. He looks amazing. A funny detail. Yeah. It's like, it's like oh my God, better? you look even more beautiful. And he's like, wow, that's amazing. Wow. Thank you, thank Fancy. You. Please don't do that again, but thank you. Yeah. And it's like thank she, you, like, <laughs> changeable God. Yeah. Fickle God. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everyone's just like vengeful. very that's a vengeful, vengeful God. And uh, very, uh, you know, everyone's just very, like, scared of her. And she doesn't seem that affected by it, I guess. She is, but she doesn't really care deep. Yeah. D- not enough to do anything about it. She's bothered by it, but she doesn't want to. Not enough to give up She's lazy about it. Yeah. She's lazily bothered by it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't like that, but I'm just going to sulk about it. Yeah. Because she's more concerned with losing I don't want to change. Yeah. Yeah. So... All of this keeps happening where it's like they'll kill people. Oh, and then and then Franken, who they'd been cutting up on from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like replaces his terrible cut up skin. With some of the Godfather skin. Yeah, he looks beautiful. He looks amazing. He looks oh, yeah. better than and before. And then he's like dating one of the corpses that Kit Yes. <laughs> like one of the corpses that rose from the ground and was like, you must help me. I don't like it where I am. <laughs> and Kit sends her to the happy place. Yeah. So then that corpse starts dating Franken. Yeah. And also when I was reading this book, I was like, this book's crazy. But talking about it makes it sound even crazier than the experience of reading. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, It also was funny because Fancy was like irritated that Franken like looks handsome now with this. She's like, "Ugh, he looks even better than he's irritatingly handsome. Why is this? (laughs) 
Okay, but this, this isn't even the craziest thing that happens. Not even. Because there's more crazy stuff. There's so much crazy. Because main plot wise, because I feel like these tree people are just like detail. Yeah, this is just really this is what's going on in the background of Fancy dealing with her separation anxiety and Kit starting to grow up and dating Gabe and Fancy being enticed by Elon but not wanting to grow up and Elon being sometimes... um lovable and sometimes fucking gross yeah so that's what's really going on yeah um and so gabe is like kind of doing some creepy shit like he so there it's a small town and they help each other out when like monsters destroy people's houses and so they're super sweet super sweet uh and the girls are sent by their mother to go help this one woman at this house because her because their monster crashed into their house (laughs) yeah and a little girl who has like i want to say asthma or something yeah uh lives there too and they're tasked with like helping to clean up and um fancy goes upstairs and sees gabe who had also been sent there with his brother to help upstairs like leaning over her this little girl's unconscious body kissing her and kissing her and then he looks up and he says to her like i've got some kisses for you too and yeah, and then Fancy's like, mm, gross. Yeah, she's like, I'm going Ew. to go alert people. And then Kit doesn't even care. Well, but when they go up, it just seems like he's giving her CPR, like she'd passed yeah. out because of the like asbestos. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of like, did he? Was he creepy or wasn't he creepy? Like, is Fancy seeing things? Is Gabe actually yeah. creepy? And so, like, yeah, Kit is like, he was giving CPR, like, yeah, cut and dry. But yeah, this is when she kind of stops. She like doesn't really listen or believe her sister. Yeah. This is like marking the official like she's like Break. Gabe above. Yeah. Fancy, which makes Fancy crazy. Yes. Then so so, so, so far we've got poking a severed head with a stick. Mm-hmm. He was whispering into its ear. Whispering into its ear. Uh, Elon had to push him down the stairs at some point because he was acting out in some way. This isn't explained to us yet. No. Um, and then he attacks Fancy when he and Kit are staying over at their house together. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's like, I'm going to camp inside you. Yeah. Essentially well, something like that. Yeah. So first he's like, he's like, uh, he does the, he says the kissing thing again. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he's like, I'm going to go inside you and I'm going to camp inside you. Um, yeah. Basically like he's going to become one with her. Right. He's like, then there won't be you and me. There will be we. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck is this? She's like, look, I was going to murder you before, but now I'm hella going to murder yeah. you. But then she's stopped by Kit and uh, Elon, who come and like break them up. Yeah. And both of them are like, what? He can't help it. He was sleepwalking. And it's like, what are you talking what? about? He was trying to stab me in the belly with some shears. Yeah. And the whole time, right, he's like, oh, I used, things used to be really bad for me. But then I started going to church and it made me feel better. So, like, now I'm like a church guy. Yeah. And now I'm fine. And now I'm fine. I'm great. Like, oh, but I was sleepwalking again just now. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so then. I'm so sorry. It wasn't me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so then they're like, the girls are like, oh, like, Kit in a moment of, like, reaching out to. uh Oh, shit. So Kit says, hey, Fancy, like, I want to go. We should go visit dad before he gets fancy says death. it to kit she's oh, like right i'm gonna throw you a sister bone yeah hey she's like, I'm what do it. you say we go visit dad and kid is like great let's take the boys and fancy's like what bitch 
No, I, I wanted to go on a sister road trip to visit our serial killer dad and you're ruining everything. And Kit's like, he's part of my life now. Sounding much like she's like 29. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, going to have to accept that. He's just going to be at these Thanksgivings. <laughs> so then Fancy's like, fuck no, I'm not going to this thing. If you want to go see him, then fine, I don't care. So Kit goes and when she comes back, she's like weird and withdrawn and like being really fake. And later that night, she says, you know what, um, me and Gabe broke up and she shows that he has like beaten her in the chest and it's like mottled and bruised. And she's like, he, um, he attacked her, he attacked me. And he said basically the same things like mm-hmm. that, like, I'm going to kiss you and then I'm going to be in, like, it's just very similar creepy things. And so he ended things with her. Yeah, he was like, he woke up because he was like, I can't hurt you. Yeah. I think Kit was like, don't worry about it. You were sleep punking. It's fine. I know. And then he was like, no, I forgive you. Yeah. Gabe's like, um, no. Yeah. He's like, it's this is why is everybody making excuses for me? (laughs) So, so I like, I don't understand. At no point does Gabe seem to earn fancy's hatred no at all fancy just hates him because he's like quote taking away yeah it's just really annoying it makes fancy annoying yeah which is like but it's real like she is yeah like, i accept her as yeah a, like, oh that's but she's a like she's bugging the shit out of me like, about that fancy i know she was really bothering me get a hold of yourself so then kit's like you know what i want to pray for gabe we should pray for him like i don't know like we're not together anymore so let's just pray so they go to the church that he supposedly goes to all the time. And she's like, I don't know how to pray. Let's just ask like one of the nuns to make a prayer for him. And they're like, oh, we haven't seen him in a long time. And she's like, I thought he comes every Sunday. Like, um, excuse me, what? Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry. Are you I'm telling sorry. me he's fucking lying to are me? Are saying that my boyfriend has been lying to me? <laughs> and Fancy's like, I told you. Fancy's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, my prayers just got answered. <laughs> she's like, so there is a God. <laughs> and the nuns are like yeah i don't know we've just like no he we haven't seen him and um they're like okay well can you just say a prayer for him and they're like okay great so they walk out and he's fucking on the church steps skulking and he's like hey mm, i couldn't go i wanted to go but i couldn't go and then so kit or no is it fancy someone kicks him in the butt really hard i think it's kit she's like fuck you you haven't been going to church like you said she kicks him in the butt and he and falls as soon as into he the church falls over the threshold he starts writhing in pain and kit's like but no 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 let's go and even fancy's like uh hmm, hang on <laughs> he seems to be writhing in pain i think something's happening and the nuns are like <laughs> They're super excited. They rush to get some holy water, pour it in his ear, and then a tiny little what is it like gray or brown? Yeah, it's a great a tiny blob. little gray blob comes out, and they're like, "It's an imp." Yeah, like, it was it was nesting in his little brain, and we're gonna squish it. And yeah. they're super excited to they're squish so it. Thrilled. I was like, "What the fuck, nun?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, good." They're like, yeah, "I'm gonna squeeze it." Who else has he been kissing? You, girl. We get to do this again. Give me your ear. I know. And then it goes out of her nose. Ew. I was like, "Ew!" And that moment too, where she describes it, how like after the imp comes out of her nose, um, uh, Kit like wipes it so hard, like it's like she wants it to come off her face. Like uh-huh. I was like, I was relating. I was like, "Girl," <laughs> I would be like, "Oh." So the imp thing comes out. They squish that one too, and they're like, "Oh!" But then remember, he's kissing all these girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. I was like, "Hold up, he's cheating." Well, it's because of the imp. It's a, is the imp and he's sleepwalking. Uh-huh. Duh. <sighs> um. Oh, but 
But remember, then he's like, he's like, oh, well, like the imp was making me be like weird. And Fancy's like, um, excuse me, no, for that all imp, of your sins, that imp is only three months old, <laughs> and we know that they went, and you killed your dad way sooner than that. Yeah, because I know that you killed your dad. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> don't even try to don't, don't deny it. <laughs> and he's like, fuck. <laughs> Fine. And Kit's like, no, he's sleepwalking. <laughs> So then she doesn't like, really figure um, it out. Excuse us for a moment. Yeah. Please go elsewhere. I have to go <laughs> talk with Gabe. Did you kill your dad? Yes. Thank you for being honest with me. Mm, where'd you kill him, by the way? There? Okay, great. You know what? Hey, how about this, guys? Just like pfft, random idea. You know that Battle of the Bands <laughs> that they have in that place that Gabe just told me you buried that he buried his dad? Um, we should go on like a double date. Listen, Kid is like, oh my god, yes, we should. I'm so happy. Oh my god. Um, I know this is a total turnaround from how I previously <laughs> wanted to murder uh Gabe, but wouldn't it be fun if we like what if we went to battle the bands over in in the dark runs, um, over by where the corpse is buried that you kill your dad? Um, what if we went there? Fun. You know what? I think I was mistaken. I think I was mistaken. I've seen an imp exit your brother now. I think I've really come around on the um, idea. But you know, you know, so your band is performing. Your band is performing in the Battle of the Bands. What are they called? Pig Liquor. Yes, they are called Pig Liquor. In no book is a band name not embarrassing. Cool. <laughs> I know. There are no books. They're always like, or um, band names. Aren't embarrassing. <laughs> they're yeah. They're always like um, dog femur. Yeah, they're so or like um like that's not what are they all like metal punk? Yeah, bands? like grind. That's I don't not know. Standard. I don't. This point in time, and <laughs> the song they wrote. <laughs> oh God! It, well, this whole part, I was like, it's the lamest part of the book. This is the lamest is, part of the book. The, the issue that I find arises is when people that are novelists attempt to write a different type of thing like a song or a poem or a newspaper article like things that they're not familiar with the structure yeah and they're just like but what if <laughs> but what if i tried or like uh, maybe it's supposed to be funny i think it's supposed to be funny but i was still like <sighs> okay i was also like i don't understand Pick the cadence uh, or like the like how this song how this song sounds yeah um but they sing the song they do not win they get an honorable mention yep <laughs> don't they get like some kind of prize with the honorable mention uh, they're like here's a 30 dollar gift card to sears yeah. something that in- insignificant yeah it's it's no, not no. no it's something like a coupon or something mm-hmm. it's not like that terrible but it's it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty like you might as well just not give them anything like like a 50 dollar gift card to marvin's <laughs> I didn't know it was fifty dollars. <laughs> you lost fifty dollars. Yeah. Dude, there's nowhere else you can use it. No. It, Target bought them, but then Target sold them to whom? Some company that then just totally dismantled it. God. Oh, you need wow. like a support group. You need to find like other people I that have Mervin support. Group. <laughs> oh, this is the. Thank you so much for coming today. Um. This is people who let their gift cards go for so long that the stores they're good for no longer exist. Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, we have a new member today. Uh, this is Kelly. Kelly, do you want to stand up and say, just talk a little bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Um, I have a gift card to, um, shit, actually, I think they might still be around. <laughs> Tuesday morning? Are they still around? <laughs> I think so. Shit. <laughs> well, uh, get out. You're not no, one of no, us. Get uh, out. Warehouse. Get warehouse. out. Warehouse. 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 So sorry. Thank you I for having Kelly. It's a it's a trade in for um I get to rent the movie um GI Jane oh. for free. Oh. Oh. But it's okay if you need to cry, you can cry. And I'm allowed to to walk. Um, it gives me a free like walk by the red curtain area where the adult the adult movies are it gives you a free i get to walk by walk. that just was a walk by you used to have to purchase walk yeah you, walking to, by you can walk by typically <laughs> typically that was something you had to purchase, you had to purchase in you warehouse sell your soul <laughs> <laughs> oh. this one was free oh, oh. um but yeah, they get some kind of bullshit, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then Francie's like, Kit, what are you gonna see in there? Any corpses by that tree? She's like, Oh look, there's those flowers that indicate a corpse is there. Yeah, go check them out. And and then the guys are like, What? No, what? no, 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 no. Why would you do that? No, they're like, no, one mecca two, mecca three, mecca right Look over here, look over here, look over here. My dick's out. What? Crazy. Um and Francie's like, No, really, like go over there. And it's like, um, okay, fun. So this corpse comes out and it's like, hey, I'm the dad uh, that got killed. Um, I want to be with my sons again. Well, first he's like, hey, I got killed. Oh, yeah. It's like, great. Whatever you want. I promise it to you. And he's like, great. I want to be with my sons who I molested. Oh, right. And before that, remember, he's like, he my son killed me. And they're like, who? And then he points not at at Gabe, Elon. Elon. And Elon's like, ah, shit. (laughs) Ah, fuck. And then they're like, okay, well, let's all go to the happy place together. So they go to the happy place. The corpse, he's then like dressed. He looks, he's, he looks nice. Yeah. He's like, has an arm alive. No, he doesn't have an arm. He looks great except for the no arm, oh. apparently. And he's wearing the suit that he was buried in. Cool. And the the guys are like, great, let's kill him. So they let them. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, go They ahead. go into a tent and kill him in a tent. And uh, the girls are like, yeah, Fancy and Kit watch a movie of what took place the night they killed him yeah. so that they can know the truth. Right, because they ask the dad, like, why did they kill you? And he's, why did Elon kill you? And he's like, he was jealous he was of Gabe. Jealous, yeah. Because I was always nicer to Gabe and... I was um, giving him all my attention. And he was fucked up. Like, he used to Elon push was, Elon yeah. down the... St- or he and put poison him yeah. and push him downstairs. Like, there's something wrong with him. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, we want to see what really happened. So while he's being killed by the boys, they watch, like, a big screen of what happened that night. So basically, he used to molest Elon, Elon, but then Elon got too old for his tastes. So then he wanted to molest Gabe. And so Elon kept trying to make him sick or hurt him so that the dad wouldn't. So he was just slow. He was just like poisoning him a little every night so that he'd be throwing up. Yeah. Trying to save his brother from being molested and he was like um wounds heal but like the stuff that dad does to you doesn't doesn't. and um so then there's like this so the scene that they see is the dad carries a limp body of gabe into the room and elon's like i'll tuck him in and he's like no i'll do it you go get me a glass of water and elon's like 
fuck. And he's gonna he leave he leaves to go get no, him. First no, first it's it's um he lays Gabe down. Mm-hmm. Elon's like, I'll take care of him. Mm-hmm. Dad's like, fine. Oh right. And then Gabe wakes up. No, no, no. So Elon goes to get the poison. They're out of poison. He goes to get more poison from the bathroom. And all of a sudden, Fancy and Kit's dad is in the mirror going, hey, yeah, what's going on here? He's like, listen, I want to kill Gabe. Yeah. And Elon's like, wait, what? And he's like, listen, it'll he he won't have to experience the thing he's going to experience. Yeah, if I, I kill want to kill someone. I want to kill someone. So like, let's just have it be Gabe. And Elon's like, no. He's like... All right, but I see what your dad is doing and it sucks. Yeah, and then the dad comes in and he's like, who the fuck is this? And um, <laughs> and Guthrie's like, bye. Yeah. He's like, ooh, gotta go. And um, then, oh, and but while Elon's gone, the dad... Well, then that's when the dad is like, you couldn't even protect Gabe from that weirdo in the mirror. Yeah. So you go get me a glass of water. I'm going to take care of Gabe. Right. And that's when Elon is like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, and he leaves and then he comes back and the dad has his hand down Gabe's pants. And then the Guthrie comes back in the mirror and he's like, hey, he's like, listen, hey, I, what's going on here? He's like, you know, I you left know and then I thought I should come back. I, I was thinking about it. Um, I'm going to take your dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I can take your dad. And he's like, I can't remember if they pushed. Does he push? No, the he dad reaches the out. Mirror? The dad reaches grabs out. grabs his arm. His arm goes through. And the dad's like, ah! And Guthrie's like, chop. Yeah. And just takes the arm. And he's like, you finish the job. Uh, Bye-bye. But then it was like nightmare scene because then his wife comes down the stairs and she's like, what the fuck? And And he's he's like, like, oh, (laughs) holding the arm, like waving the arm around. He's like, no. Meanwhile, Mr. Turner's bleeding on the other side of the mirror. And he's like, finish the job. (laughs) And Elon's like, okay. So he just just starts stabbing Mr. Turner. Ugh, just stabbing him like crazy. And then that's when they drag him out and they bury him yeah they bury him and they blame it on guthrie yeah um and then oh remember and everybody's like, like don't worry about it yeah everyone's <laughs> like don't worry the there was like a really fucked up line when elon or gabe says like because he's so young oh yeah he's like elon what dad was doing to me it didn't hurt and then elon's like yes it did and you're just like dang this is fucked up mm-hmm. and then elon realizes that all the sleepwalking and shit is because he like physically harmed his brother for prolonged periods of time and he's like well i guess i caused this and seeing the dad die i think yeah caused like a second seeing his break. brother kill his dad mm-hmm. yeah i mean that'll fuck you up yeah that'll fuck a person up so basically they've decided to leave the dad in like a in the happy place permanent state so that they can like keep coming back to kill him yeah can't just go back and kill him every now and then so they're all covered in blood then the mom comes home. Oh, yeah. They're in the cellar. Yeah. Covered, in, covered blood. in blood. And the mom's like, what the fuck? And they explain everything. And she's like, holy fuck. And she's like, no. And then she starts crying. Mm-hmm. She's crying cherries. Mm-hmm. And the cherries spell out, you, you wish for, for this. this. <laughs> because that was her wish, was to know what the girls were up to. Yep. And she's just like, well, I guess I still love you. <laughs> and then they're all like, yay! Great! <laughs> I don't know what song it's the Laverne and Shirley thing. We're gonna make our dreams come true, doing it our way. Me and you, or does it not? That's how it is. Me and you. 
I think. Oh. Yeah. I think that's the end. I wasn't at the end in my mind. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's why I didn't sing it. I'm sorry. I just stopped I jumped mid-song. The gun. That's fine. Okay. Well, um, but yeah, I mean, the, guys, this book is so crazy. I do recommend you read it because... Oh, yeah. We didn't even get to that part where Fancy pulls them all into the happy place without even needing... Oh, yeah. The, the kinetoscope. kinetoscope. <laughs> And like Kit and Gabe bury themselves in a planter and then gravestones pop up. And there's a and funeral. Elon's like, you killed my brother. And Francis like, oh, I didn't kill your brother. And then the gravestone starts saying things. Oh, yeah. The gravestone like talks back to I them. If I skipped past that. Um, yeah. And like Kit and the. Oh, right. Kit and um, so we see like kind of that Fancy's power is growing because like Kit and Gabe because Kit can kind of control what happens in the uh, happy place. They like bury themselves in the dirt and then have this whole funeral for them. And then <laughs> uh, and like the t- tombstones are talking to Fancy and then they just stay there and Fancy and Elon leave and Elon's like, can you please like bring them back? And she's like, whatever, I don't want to. <laughs> And then, like, they're having they, tea. Yeah, they start talking to them from the tea. So then she throws the tea out She's and like, they oh, fly out of the thing. And, like, she can just bring them back like that. Yep. And they're all pissy about it. I, they're, they're, like, so pissy about they're, it. They're, like, so pissy they're about it. They're, like, uh, they're so annoying. And they're like, so, I don't know. Like, I think, looking back on it, I think I would have appreciated just, like, a little bit of framework just about like, I don't need to know the full history of like, why is Port- Portero like this or yeah. whatever, but just like, what exactly are the rules? A little bit. And like, yeah, like, why do some people have gifts and why do some people not? Yeah, just a little bit more, a little bit more about Cherry mm-hmm. starting this like town, like what sprung up from mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And like, yeah, I want to know more about the like rules of the town. Yeah, what's normal in this town? We don't know. Yeah. So I, I would mean, have appreciated that. Apparently what's normal is monsters and shit. Yeah, like anything except for when they say, oh, that's weird. And then you're like, oh, I guess that isn't normal. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what is or isn't. Yeah. Um, I would have liked that. I would have liked a little more um, consistency mm-hmm. in the fancy and kit dynamic. Yeah. Just for it to track a little more so yeah. we could like follow it more easily. Yeah. And I would have liked it if Elon wasn't at times totally disgusting. Yeah. He grossed me out. But I think seriously, this is the difference between 2011 and now. I don't know. There was a Bill Cosby reference. Did you see there that? There was. And I... I couldn't tell whether that was a dig on Bill Cosby or not. 2011? They were like, oh, I wish somebody could replace Papa. And they were like, nobody could replace Papa. Except for Bill Cosby. They called him Daddy. They called him Daddy. Yeah. Nobody could replace Daddy except for maybe Bill Cosby. And it's like, is that because Bill Cosby is a rapist? And your dad is a serial killer? I think it's before because we didn't know. It didn't come out then. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, people knew, but it wasn't. It wasn't widely known. Yes, it was not widely known. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It is weird. Um, but overall, I enjoyed this book. I yeah, thought, I recommend it. I I totally recommend it. I and like I said before, like even though the characters annoyed me, I still really felt for them. Everyone's very sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I wish we'd read the first book set too. in Portero first, because <laughs> maybe we would get what is normal or not. Yeah, because the whole time I was like, because huh? I, I do think it probably would be more about the weirdness of the town because it's a girl who runs away and ends up there. 
Yes, you're right. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll read that one at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, read this book, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, we're covering a fun one. We're going back to R.L. Mm-hmm. Stein's The Dead Lifeguard. <laughs> and then after that, we're doing The, the dead, dead Girlfriend. Friend. Also by R.L. Stein. I was yeah. like, The Dead, The Dead. We've, yeah, we gotta get off that R.L. Stein jag. Um, and um, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, if you want to check out some other cool stuff we're doing, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. We have a lot of fun stuff going on there. So check that out. Uh, and we appreciate everyone who has donated. Mm-hmm. Super kind. Thank you so much. And we love all of you for listening, yeah. no matter what. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're all our children. We love you equally. We just love the ones who give us money a little bit more. <laughs> and <laughs> the ones like who give us money. Parent the ones who give us more money, we love more. And more the ones than who give that. Us less. Look, we're, what we're saying is we have no soul. Give us the deed to your house. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love you all. We love you. Um, if you want to uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we are at Teen Creeps Pod. Um, I am at Kelly Nugi, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. I'm at Lindsay Katai. Figure out how that is spelled. It's my name. <laughs> Figure it out, bitches. Figure it out. I'm not going to hold your hand through this. I'm like, dear Reeves, uh, you keep up. <laughs> you keep up. Oh my God, I loved the way you just looked in your water bottle. <laughs> there was no water left. Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay just peeked in her water bottle, but like slightly closed one eye, but it looked like, because you're like, Jess, keep up. Wink. <laughs> that was very cute. Just winking at my empty water bottle. <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah. we're both empty inside. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next week. Keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.